0: Right-o. all right. Uh, Nigel Carmody is on the line now They tell me and it's good to have him back with us Nigel, good morning, you missed a great intro
1: oh, I'm sure it was Grammy winning half uh, <laughs> Good job, enjoyed your show this morning Barmy outstanding as always You know, McKelty LaFalle, Who also plays the Casey before he was at the Tigers He kicked 25 goals In an under 19 game for St Kilda City That probably gets you the three votes I
0: reckon, Nigel
1: Most weeks Forward <laughs> him to Marked down. <laughs> 25 snags. Yeah. So he uh, makes his way onto an AFL list by the SSP, which is one of my favourite initiatives. Uh, yeah, well-deserved.
0: And we're going to see if that's going to happen today. Uh, Barmy was talking about that before, as you heard, so we'll keep an eye on that. And you've got you've, – well, you're a busy man. You've got the, the whole VFL season coming up to get ready for as well. You've got a lot on your plate, Not much
1: Yes, soon, March 24, and we'll actually beat Casey for our first game. Casey and – Uh, your Box Hill Hawks. So, yeah, very much looking forward to the VFL. And, yeah, obviously seeing with Kelsey in the mix and then Lockie Sullivan get his chance at 26 at the Pies last week after 69 games for Footscray in the VFL. Yeah, just a gift
0: giving. Yep, that's a great competition and great to see Lucky Sullivan get a bit of love too. I'm trying to him and try and get him on the program. Young fella had a little bit to deal with a long time ago, but he's going gangbusters. Not quite as good though as Imperatrix, No, even the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes, there were question marks over whether or not she was good enough to get it done, Imperatrix, uh, The trials had been lackluster. One of the trials had been lackluster, and there was a lot of people jumping off. Uh, what did you think leading in?
1: Well, clearly you had to proceed with caution, but there's also that element to which you, you trust a stable, both Mark Walker from Tiakau's New Zealand base, and then they've brought in a really adept horseman in Ben Gleeson, who was a a key lieutenant for Danny O'Brien for many years, and he's been the man throwing the keys to Tiakau's new Cranbourne base, so Ben joined us on the wrap yesterday morning and the insight he gave us as to how they've managed her in those past 12 days. There was the gallop at the valley at the start of last week that was there for everybody to see as well and then yeah you you trust their judgement but she's still got to turn turn up and do it on game day and do what she did in the slowest edition of the Lightning for 25 years. That was a little bit more circumstantial but it's always a terrific race and it was again on the weekend and I was heartened to read this morning that even though it sounds like she's no chance of heading to the Alaska um, Nick Smith, their representative, who was on course with a couple of other UK racing organisations on the weekend, quickly turned his eyes to Private Eye, and rightly so, because he's a jet.
0: Yeah, I mean, Joe Joseph probably would have been wrapped with the run of Private Eye. Black Chin did a did a great job putting it in a good spot. As you say, the the way the race panned out was um, was interesting in terms of the times and, and how it was run. And, and I heard Benny Gleeson talking yesterday on the rap night no, talking about uh, Opie's ability to outthink all the other jocks. They could he could have caught them on the nap on the on the hop a little bit. They were napping
1: always find this something interesting in watching races particularly watching them back but it just shows the skill of jockeys and jockeys are often in the crosshairs of people for criticism but you're watching them going 70 kilometers an hour steering something in the vicinity of about 500 kilos and they're doing those head checks across to sort of see the location of their other runners and uh, that was apparent on the weekend with Opie Festival going, hmm, there's a set of black and green silks there that I weren't expecting to see. So he, he spoke to us post race that he, you know, he quit, that he probably had 10 plans up the sleeve, but it just shows how adaptable she is, how good he is, and they make beautiful music together.
0: Yeah, uh, nice effort. Nice effort for Imperatrix. William Reed now for
1: Imperatrix. It sounds like they've. I will keep an open mind to a new market, but she would clearly have to carry a a black caviar-style impost to win the race. Uh, So, yeah, William Reid, TJ Smith in Sydney, sounds like it's the logical path at the moment, but obviously that's all subject to change. She's so versatile. She's so talented. I think they could target her to whatever they like. It's been a remarkable run to think she won one of New Zealand's premier sprints, the railway, on New Year's Day last year. She's 9 of 10 in that sequence, and the only defeat was in the Canterbury Stakes to Artorias when he nabbed her late and she didn't really have a chance to try and respond. So, yeah, it's been an incredible 14 months for me.
0: Espiona's run uh, is a big run for Chrissy Waller.
1: Outstanding performance. uh, Does seem to perhaps reserve her best for Flemington. We're all captivated with her win as a three-year-old filly on Oaks Day in 2021 and we're anticipating that she might ascend to the highest of heights in Australian racing. She does have a a Group 1 under the belt as uh, a mare last year. That was over... 1,500 metres in a Coolmore Classic, but she seems the perfect new market horse because of that acceleration. She'll get down on the weights. It, it was the pick of the new market trials on the weekend.
0: Yeah, it looked magnificent to me. What about uh, Riff Rocket? Speaking of Chris Waller, it's good to see him back in the CS Hayes. Very, very impressive.
1: Yeah, something return, and we're going to have a cracking edition of the Diamond for the three, uh, two-year-olds this Saturday, and then you... you Fast forward to the Guineas off the back of it, which is the three-year-old grand final, effectively, in the festival racing. It's shaping as a beauty because we a good pull that'll come out of the CSAs, which is that sort of normal lead-up. The Autumn Stakes last week was a pretty decent renewal with Snow Patrol and Southport Tycoon, which we spoke about a week ago, and then... We're not sure if V8 goes there. I think they might be leaning more towards him being 12, 1400. He could bob up perhaps in a new market as well. But, yeah, super return. He's a horse who perhaps won a derby more on class than uh, endurance capabilities. So he lends himself perhaps now going down the pathway of being more a a mile 2,000-meter horse perhaps. And uh, it's a programming anomaly that uh, I think annoys a lot of us sometimes because we don't maybe get to see the best meeting the best. But... Chris Waller with his team, can split his cards, so to speak. Militarised can target the Randwick guineas and he can send Rick Rocket as his number one seed to the guineas here.
0: The most important question, Nige, for you today is, are you Team Williams or Team
1: Ma? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting right on the face <laughs> Are you coward? <laughs> <laughs> the breakdown of it, so <laughs> you're, the, the reaction in the aftermath, immediately after, is he gets beaten and there's all these things wrong with what's happened, but I think... The analysis of the times and it's a rarity because he had five 1400 meter races on the weekend that was the fourth of the five and they were all run under very similar conditions the times of how those races unfolded does tell a little bit of a story and that was the slowest early speed of the five of those so he he was there and had every possible chance to sit close to speed and hold the who was, you know, in condition and and had the ping in the legs to get it done first up was was able to grab him, but he was able to hold everything else off. So, uh, yeah, you know, racing's racing's good for these debates and discussions and a la most other sports that everyone's passionate about and cares about. It's always going to create debate around people's viewpoints on performance when things don't go as expected.
0: There'll be plenty more on that this morning on RSC. In fact, the Racing Pulse, uh, J-Mac's going to join Blue Eyes and the crew. Chris Waller as well. Dave Ellis from Tiago. It's going to be a big morning and a lot of debates because they're passionate just like you. Nice to chat, mate. We'll look forward to doing it again soon. Thanks, Alf. Good stuff. Nigel Carmody with us from Racing.com.